Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Monday Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. I'm Don Maeta, joined in-house by Chase Curtis, our regular co-host and points earner, Alex Ray, as well as uh, Michael Antonovich on the phone. So, guys, uh, pretty amazing weekend out at uh, Millville. Yeah. And uh, I guess the first order of the day is congratulate you on your, what did you get, three points or four? I got three. Three points. Yeah. Okay, so three. Second moto. So I owe you twelve hundred bucks right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, you including do. Including the last point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A- so freaking, that's awesome. Um, first moto had a little bit of a bike issue, um, so I had to DNF that moto. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened pretty quick. What was the bike issue? Was it anything to do with the muffler or the uh, clutch? No, that was Rod Bell this weekend, right? Um, yeah, Rod Bell. He did it. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a mixture between clutch engine issue. Uh huh. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It happened like second lap. Apparently, it started in practice, which we didn't know, and then, uh, and then yeah, it just it sort of went the first moto, and then second moto. Um, I guess I was fresh or something. Uh, I got a decent start, was mid pack, and uh, pretty much just started working my way up. Um, I was faster than the guys that uh, were in front of me, and just started catching them and clicking them off. So uh, worked out good. Um, got three points, 18th. Uh, place in the second moto, so that put me 20th overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was stoked. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. That That's more along the lines of, like, where you should be. Yeah, I uh, I turned I turned my day around because my second practice, I was on the ground a lot. And a Anton, lot. you probably saw them all, right? What's that? You probably saw A-Ray on the ground. Uh, I mean, I see a lot of A-Ray stuff, you know. <laughs> I, I see it all. It's fun. It's, it's funny because, like, he just told me that he saw me, you know, trekking up Mount Martin. But then, like, even during practice, Rod Bell botched the sand rollers and then was riding off the side of the track and then is just waving at me. It's <laughs> funny to see, like, it's funny to see what guys are doing during the race. Like, obviously, you guys are focused, but at the same time, you're aware of the other things that are going on and you're, like, lighthearted enough to, like, joke around or something. It's yeah and props to you guys too because you guys got some balls for being that close to the track whenever there's guys like me going <laughs> the opposite direction and on the edge of the track so props to anton for having dino, faith dino uh split me and the twisted t filmer uh hmm. during the first moto in his battle with anstey and like he came out right before the chatapult before the little like speed check single and then the run up to it he missed a turn comes flying around the turn he got on the brakes, and then the Twisted T filmer was, like, focused on Anstey, so I guess he didn't see that Dean had come off the track, and Dean just pulls in the clutch and just revs it. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I hope I'm not the one Dino's pissed at. Uh-huh. But it wasn't me, thankfully. Uh, it I was did the have Twisted a, T guy. I, Twisted T guy, yeah. I did have a scare at the end of the sand whoops. Um, Voland was, like, really riding a wheelie, and he, he was on the very, very edge of the track, and one of the mules went behind me, like one of the uh, track worker carts, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I really was, like, between a rock and a hard place right here. Like, it, I had 
I, I would have, Roy Jansen would have kicked my ass if he'd have seen that. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, uh, dude, results were wild. I'm so pumped for J-Mart. Yeah, one yeah, one of the day. That was kind of surprising, I got to say, at least for me. I mean, we all kind of. Well, we all know how hurt he is, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, like he's, yeah, it's his home track, but he's never, it's not like his result sheet for that track always are been like way that, yeah. better than everything else. Yeah. Has yeah. he ever gone 1-1? Uh, I heard he hasn't. I heard this was the first time. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, he's out there with a point to prove right now and earn a ride, and I think he's definitely uh, he's doing it. I'd so think. I've been hearing whispers that it sounds like he's not going back to star. He no, he is. Yeah, I, he is. Yeah, I, I don't know where is, this yeah. is. I I don't know where this is coming from. I'm yeah. sure that his constant, you know. Yeah, I got to do this. I got to do this. All those things are kind of fueling that fire. But I talked to his mechanic, Derek Dwyer, on mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. And Dwyer spent the whole week prior to the race up there testing with Jeremy. Uh, they rode the top track that's behind Mount Martin. Um, and then they rode another nearby track and did some suspension testing and some things like that to really hone in the bike. And I was talking to Dwyer. I'm like, hey, you know, like, what's his deal? And he's like, oh, no, he's back. He's back here next year. Like, all all things are pretty much a go for him to come back. You know, he, he likes to, I guess, make it seem like it's not that way. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time too, you know, I think that Jeremy's riding, especially in that first moto, uh, to catch Justin and then go on and, and run away the way he did. If for anybody that's like, why is he out there? That that's why he's out there. He clearly has what it takes to be racing for the win right now mm-hmm. that's a lot of bonus money that's a lot of notoriety that's wins on the record book that he does kind of care about that's why he's out there like if he is healthy enough to go race they need to go race you know because how shitty would it be if he was you know even just 85 percent and sitting on a couch right now like that would suck it would mm-hmm. be a whole dynamic to the series that we would be lacking right now totally yeah, yeah props to him i mean there's even right now there's a, quite a few riders that I mean, I can name. There's one factory rider I see every week doing motos, and he's still yet to show up at the race. So, yeah, props to him for showing up with that mm-hmm. long list of injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to, and to go one one with all of the, the with that list of injuries, is gnarly. Yeah. yeah, gnarly. So what Anton, you were saying his head, hands look like a hamburger. <laughs> oh yeah, he um, his thumb like typical Yama like Yama thumb on the right side, mm-hmm. and then he has white the white pro taper grips. You know, shout out pro taper for the podcast. And it looked like someone just spray painted the inside of the flange red because ooh, his ooh. thumb ripped open. And then it was funny after the race because his dad was standing there at the podium, like his dad, Dwyer, and his practice bike mechanic. And he and you know John's like, I told him if he wanted to toughen his hands up, he should have just gotten on the weed whacker the last few weeks, and he didn't. <laughs> so it was cool. It's cool to see like that whole that whole group too because. Anybody that knows the Martins, like, they're not a lot of flash. They just want to go fast, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly what Jeremy did. Yeah. Well, if he wants to get them better for uh, Washougal, all he's got to do is go in the shower and pee on his hands. Well, that works, like jellyfish sting? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it works because I guess, I don't know, Clark Jones at HEP, um, uh-huh. he, he actually he told me this. Uh, I guess the salt in your – Your own urine salt in your own urine i mean just go in the shower and just pee on your hands and like rub it together mm-hmm. like the salt will dry out the the blister yeah interesting yeah it's pretty cool hmm. i've done it pissed yeah. on my hands pissed all over myself <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what about when you get that cold sore you pee on, you your, pee face? on your face i mean maybe <laughs> I, I don't know just give yourself a golden shower just <laughs> hey the funniest thing i ever seen was uh uh 
my buddy got stung by a jellyfish in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, oh, and he's looking at his foot. And the Tahitian guy says, this just fucking whips out his dick. Psh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Gar's foot. And Gar's like, what? what <laughs> no, man, that's what you got to do. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. If I pissed on my own foot, it would be okay. But like someone else pissing on my yeah, own foot, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of weird. I didn't even, know even warning you first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, even oh. know that worked. Like I've pissed on my own foot after jellyfish, but I didn't know other people's worked. For some reason, I thought it was like it had to be own. your own. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody else, it costs extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Female costs twice as much. So <laughs> good day for Gas Gas. Mosey got second. Um, Dude, solid day for them. Finally. Dude, uh, I want Mosey catching and passing Justin Cooper. Nice. Yeah, I think Justin Cooper, I talked to him a little bit, or I heard him over talking with one of my buddies after the race. He said he did get a little bit of arm pump, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I mean, Mosey was ripping. Mm-hmm. They were both ripping. So uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good day for Mosey. Yeah. I mean, he didn't watch the front or have any like crashes yeah. or anything today, So or this weekend. So Not so good day for Brown. No. It sounds like oh he's okay, God, though. Dude. It sounds like he is yeah, all no, right. Yeah, no, I DM'd him, and he said he's, he's all right. Just all right. banged up. Dude. Dude, but that whole thing was just like, like jet jumping into his chest like that. Or yeah. That How about RJ? Just poor guy cannot catch a break. The banners. Yeah. Dude, I like how he didn't take his helmet off to like. I mean, he's. No. I don't think I ever saw him with his helmet off. He was just no. standing there. They're loading his bike in the back of the freaking mule or whatever, and he still got his helmet on. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was nuts. Were you around that that melee there? Anton? No, uh, I was hiking up Mount Martin. I, I was going back. <laughs> I no, I think I was going back to the sand rollers. That oh, was second okay. moto, so I shot the sand rollers that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and, and that's one of those things too, where Ara, you know, like, there's two lines that come down the collarbone jump over that single, mm-hmm. and then into the face of that. I, you're all gonna funnel into it, and you have nothing else to do. But yeah, really good that. Those guys didn't get hurt seriously. Like Pierce, Pierce was mm. afraid he blew out his knee because it's the same knee that mm-hmm. he did last year, last mm. summer. Mm. Okay. Um, so yeah, good to hear that he's okay. I went over to the TLD truck. He had a big ice bag on it, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll see how it is." He's like, uh, "Alpine Stars Medic said it's okay, so we'll just take it day by day this week." Mm-hmm. Were you just like, "What the hell happened when you saw half the field not come by the next lap?" <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of. But then I also had that same moment when. You know, a third of the 450 field got taken out in the first turn, 10 feet in front of me. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's going to be one of those days. Yeah. But me and me and my chick were actually talking about this uh, yesterday. This has been a really good year. Not a lot of injuries. Like, mm-hmm. knock on wood, obviously. But with the exception of some of those guys, you know, we've had a really, really healthy year in yeah. what could have been some serious shit. Like, between yeah. Kenny's wreck to Cooper's wreck to that pile up. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys have gotten pretty lucky this year. Yeah, totally. So, speaking of Cooper's wreck, like, did did the was it Sexton that he was right yeah. next to? Yeah. Did they hit each other? Is Rear that why he fell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, the one scrubbed one way uh, to the right. I think Sexton scrubbed to the right, mm-hmm. and then Cooper scrubbed to the left, yeah. and their rear wheels hit. Uh-huh. But Sexton was fine, but Cooper's it pitched him yeah. like into a high side. Yeah, that over was the gnarly over the finish line, which is not a small jump. It looked yeah. like Cooper was like. On the like, they got close and Cooper panic revved, and then he caught traction of Sexton's wheel and just thunk. that yeah. crash like looked like it hurt, but it could have been so Dude. much worse. Yeah, it could have mm-hmm. it could have shit whipped him so bad. Yeah, it almost looked like he was gonna save it at yeah. first. Yeah, like, exactly. What? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and so then, then like full Magoo bend on the bars, like the bike was twisted. You know, it, yeah. it 
the the fact that he got up says a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he's really trying because he was going for it. You know, even in the, from that first time practice on Saturday afternoon, you could tell that Cooper came in this weekend like, "Hey, I kind of need to right the ship." Yeah. From what's been going wrong, he wrote pretty good in the first moto. Uh, better. You know, obviously we can all tell that there's been a little bit of a dip off in KTM, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like <clears throat> scratching their heads right now. Um, but he's trying. You know, they're they're trying everything. You know, he finally last week word came out that he left Albans. You know, he's they're trying different stuff with the bike. They're trying all these things. It's just it's it's up to them to make it happen now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Props to Webb. That was badass. After that crash, he stayed out there the whole yeah, race. Yeah, he did stay out. Didn't there. even yeah, get points. Did. Yeah, he didn't even pull off. Like yeah. props, dude. That was sick. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty awesome how Eli came back to third from that. Dude, <laughs> did you watch? The, did you see how far back he was? Yeah. Dude. Like the crash happened like in front of him with Ken and everything. Yeah. And I was gonna ask you this: that track looked insanely like difficult to pass people on. Yeah, there was a lot of turns. Yeah. Right? It seemed like there was a lot of turns, and, like, a, the insides were fast. Not many outsides were that fast, but except for the one that Roxon made that pass. Yeah. yeah. Lap <laughs> that one was but, insane. But a lot of it sort of funneled into the inside. I didn't really have any issues uh, with passes, um, but... Like, I could tell, like, if you were the same speed as the guy in front of you, mm-hmm. like, you pretty much had to wait for a mistake. Yeah. You know, or something. Because the jumps were super peaked up, and mm-hmm. there was – it felt like there was, like, 80 turns in one lap. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ray, it – I mean, and we've, we've been seeing this go on and on, but I was really surprised, like, ideal weather on on saturday that was great Great weather on on friday too not a lot of rain or anything like that um in the days leading up to the race so that was a hard base it seemed like not as hard as obviously southwick was and not that quicksand on top but it seemed like when you guys were going for stuff like dudes were having the back end slide out especially in the practice sessions like thinking it was going to be deeper than it was and it was just like no dude this is it's firm down there. Yeah, so 90% of the guys in the first practice had a paddle tire on, right? Yeah. I had a paddle tire on as well, but I show up to the first practice, and for some reason, my tire's flat. My rear tire. So I had to turn around, and my mechanic went and changed my tire to the normal tire, and Rod Bell stayed out there with the paddle. Mm-hmm. And I come back, and I was like, dude, like, it was pretty slick. I don't know if I want to like go back to the paddle or, or what. And I talked to Rod Bell, and he's like, yeah, dude, normal tire all day. I was sliding around everywhere. Like it wasn't, mm. it wasn't good. It was a hard base, and that mm. was on the, that was in the first practice. So pretty much, mm-hmm. the way they did it, I don't think they tilled it very deep. They tilled it deep in a few corners and a few downhill spots, but everywhere else, it had like, I don't know, like five inches of like good like sandy stuff, and underneath that, it was hard as a brick, dude. Mm-hmm. Like right before the catapult, that single in that turn was ice on the inside mm. ice and then you obviously you would slide into this like bank on the inside but for the most part a lot of sections underneath that sandy stuff was was a very hard base yeah it looked like barsha was just like sliding front end off of half the shit out there yeah. it was crazy mm-hmm. uh where ac went down and Avery, you you would confirm this too up against that bank on the grass side far to the left yes rock hard Rock hard. hard over there, and then as you you know worked further to the right into the main line of the track, still pretty hard, but with that topsoil, so totally understandable how he washes the front there. I mean, it's an atom <laughs> crash and it's a bummer, but 
there there were guys going for it. I watched Volan get up on the edge. Like it was it was really really firm. I think way faster than what we've seen in Millville in the last few years. Last fall was pretty quick because they didn't rip it as deep. But like the yeah, rollers, one of those tracks that didn't get ripped. The rollers at the beginning, like the first few, like in the corner where you had to roll, were sandy. But after after that, they were hard as a brick. Mm-hmm. And then you had that sandy like berm turn at the end. That was decently sandy, but it was still like kind of a hard base. And then you hit that wall, and those rollers right there were hard packed as well. And they were G'd out and everything. And then from there all the way past the Chattapult, and then once you drop down after the Chattapult that left, that's whenever that side of the track was pretty decent like for like loam and good dirt. But, yeah, there was, there was definitely some, some slick spots. Do you think uh, – I mean, I did a 180 in practice. What do you think Thrasher texted uh, Voland after the race? See, I didn't see it. I want. Oh, I, I need. Dude. I need to ride back and. See, I need to. I need to go back and watch it. So what happened? Was it in the it rollers? Was, it was in the rollers off the start. It looked like Voland. Yes, he was kind of at fault, but at the same time, I don't know what he would have done. He was just faster. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, are you going to slam on your front and rear brake in the middle of the rollers? No. Probably not. Right. No. So lines came together. It kind of sweeped to the left, right? The yeah. first set? Yeah, first set. Yeah, Volan was like far inside uh-huh. around the bend, and Thrasher was right there and just right through Thrasher's front wheel. Oh, so Thrasher must have like checked up like at the end mm-hmm. and wanted to go to the inside, right? Yep, and Volan oh, was just yeah. going straight for the out and just boom. Mm. Shoulder looked like it was out or something. Yeah, he yeah, said Nate said I did, he was out. Right? Yeah, he did say that on, on social, so uh, that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah. So Varsha. One, dude, dude. Like, where does that come from? He, he's been um, he's been going good, right? He qualified like good starts. I think twelfth or thirteenth, though. Yeah, he qualified. He he didn't qualify up there, but yeah. I mean, he must have just been good enough to. I mean, let's see, rocks and DNF'd, obviously mm-hmm. the first moto, and then uh, Tomac with that terrible start, and then uh, Ferrandez had an off day. Yeah, I mean, he did. off day, he still off gets day, but... third overall, yeah. but he was down the first couple laps, and you mm-hmm. know, like. You give Barsha the lead, he knows how to manage it. He's He's been there before. He knows what he's doing. And uh, he's not going to get tired. And he's going to fight like hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, I think, dude, I, I mean, you just can't give him that that type of space early mm-hmm. on in the moto. Yeah, totally. He's going to take full advantage of it. His starts were good this weekend. Um, yeah, and then I guess Ferrandis, even second moto, was on the ground. That whole pile up, but down there mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. I I almost I almost hit him, I don't know, but yeah I I like halfway through the first moto when Eli started just picking off dudes I was like okay Eli's gonna get it mm-hmm. and yeah props to Barsha he just I thought not, I thought Tomac was gonna get both of them yeah at one totally point in the first moto and then um, freaking Barsha dude he is like he would see Ferrandis and he would just ride a wide bike and just like yeah. nope not today he would just like push him out a little bit or and how about or when cut they him hit. Off. Yeah, he's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about sorry that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barsha's fastest lap came in on the first moto. Came on the very, very last lap. So that was a big, that was a big <laughs> deal. Even wow. the Costers, like, I can't, like, you, we cannot underestimate how good of shape that Barsha's in. You know, yeah. thirty-five minute mark in the moto, he puts down his best lap. Riding he how he rides, dude. I've riding rode how with he him. rides, and like, dude, that is not. An efficient like riding stuff. No, like, no. He was blasting <laughs> off stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, 
he's going so fast. Um, I think that he gets so excited whenever he rides, and he has so much fun riding his dirt bike mm-hmm. that he just doesn't. He doesn't care. You think his like body goes numb or something? Like, <laughs> I I don't know. But I remember whenever we would test at Yamaha. Like he would just test and test and test and test and ride all day. I mean, it, we would we would be there all day, and he still just has so much energy. His yeah. energy all the time, endless energy. Like mm-hmm. I have no idea how someone who can just ride all day and just not get tired. That's that's how Barsha is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he fastest lap there, and then uh, dude, second moto like lap times were consistent too. Yeah. You know, and 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 he was right there. Yeah, Kenny got him. In the first part, and that was amazing in itself, you know, considering first moto, you think Kenny's out for the season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, Barsha was so on rails in certain spots. Okay, A-Ray, farthest back section of the track. Yes. Before, it's like single, speed check, double, double, and then the uphill triple. Yeah. Can you please explain to people how jacked up the face of that scrub single <laughs> was? Oh, my gosh, dude. The second moto, I come around for the sight lap, and I'm like, what happened to this thing? There was ruts all the way across it, and they were asshole deep, right? And most people funneled to that inside rut, and it would go, like, it would follow the turn, and then it would keep going, and then it would sweep, like, around. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was weird. It had, like, a gnarly hook in it. And then all the way through the middle, shot, and then there was another, like, rut all the way at the end that had kind of a low line, but holy cow, that thing. Why was that thing so jacked up? So I think it was because more people were following that inside line mm-hmm. and then just hammering the gas and then At checking the up to yeah. scrub it. Yeah. So like you, Dino, couple other guys, when you would hit the like peak of that hill, completely out of control because of how you know it would have those hooks in it. Barsha scrubbed that jump every single lap, dragging foot peg in the second moto. Mm-hmm. Like it was no problem. It was unbelievable. Maybe one and, of the ruts uh, was from Barsha's foot peg. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, like, all of those jumps in a row were I, – dude, I cannot even express to you. Even the Chatapult, they had the gnarliest lips on them. Dude, I'm talking about they would shoot you to the moon. I hit one sitting down because, like, AP was coming up on me. And I hit one sitting down and I hit a kicker. Dude, I thought that I was going to Brock tickle that son of a bitch. I heard it. Oh, my gosh, dude. Friend has almost lost it over a double. Yeah, and the first dude, those things were steep, yeah. bro. They were steep, steep kitties, and they and the faces were soft, so they would get rutted. Mm-hmm. And that last one, you had to like land in ruts mm-hmm. because the dirt was like so soft over there. It's weird. Like one side of the track was super soft, like what we're talking about. Other side of the track, rock hard. Mm. Hmm. So you know, like uh, obviously, when the Martins ride at Millville. It's not prepped like a national, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's kind of like probably hard pack, more like it was this weekend. Yeah. Maybe that's why Jeremy was so comfortable. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. so. Yeah. Maybe it was true. Maybe it was something like more of like what he was used to. The typical. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think that his one-one victory should be discounted at all. No. No. Not at all. No, because I mean, he still beat all the dudes. Yeah. So Justin Cooper takes over the points lead, right? Yep. By six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so bigger swing, I think, than what we came in with. Mm-hmm. So did Cooper – has Cooper finished ahead of Jet at, like, the last three? Uh, I want to say just – The last two? Last, last two, two. Yeah. Last two, but Southwick was – A big one. Not good for Jet. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was not good. And then yesterday, you know, Saturday was its own issues um, as far as that crash. He, you know, he did the whole second moto with no 
right side muffler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or it was all hanging down. So, like, big issues for Jet. But he's kind of, like, he's starting to get himself not in the front pack. Like, he hasn't been battling for race wins in a little while now. Mm-hmm. And Cooper's just been steady second, third place guy, like he always is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll say this. You can hear it in the interviews, either when Jet and Hunter come off the track and they talk to TV, or when they talk to us and How Was Your Weekend, or they talk to anybody else. For some reason, they're really looking for something on that Honda right now. They were they were swapping a lot of stuff. Both guys said that they weren't haven't been really really happy with the setup of certain things lately, hmm. and uh, I'm very surprised by that and yeah. all of the stuff that they're doing. Considering there's six races left on that bike, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. obviously they have to do all of these things to make the bike as good as it can be to be in this championship position. But I mean, before first practice went out on Saturday morning. You know bikes are fully race prepped Friday night when they get yeah. put back in the trailer. They mm-hmm. came back out, got disassembled, had some stuff tweaked on them on Saturday morning, and then got put back together again. So, mm. and they were praising that something. thing. They were praising that thing at the beginning of the season. Like, I mean, we all saw it, said it too. That bike looked good this year. Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you think it might have something to do with the track prep? Because it's less deep. And, yeah, and and two sandy races back to back, maybe. Yeah, they can make. Make things three really if you count red bud because I mean, but if you think about it loose. they're both in florida they ride in the sand every week obviously it's different whenever you come to the races like the the harder base and stuff like that but you would think that it would be close yeah that's odd but one. um but yeah i mean that's that's gnarly hmm. i think i think too the next three races um i don't know if jet has been to washugal or unadilla has he been he's to been to unadilla, unadilla yeah. he hasn't been to washugal I feel yeah, like these to, next he's three. He's been to all the races after this. I feel like these and next three favor favor Justin Cooper a little bit. I yeah, mean, he's like a northern totally. guy. Like he's from New York. He's grew up riding Unadilla. I think he's done there good good there in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think these next three races favor him a bit. Totally. I feel like. Do you guys think? Uh, like to me, it almost looks like Jets trying to. The last couple rounds been a little conservative. Like, okay, don't don't mess up. Or no. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. And he's not in good positions. You know, he's yeah. not – he's getting put in these, like, kind of catastrophes waiting to yeah, happen. Yeah, the Pierce like, thing wouldn't happen if he was up front. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to be conservative uh, when you're back there. I'll be very excited to see him ride Washougal for the first time because, yeah. you know, anybody that's ridden that track knows that's <coughs> not one of – that, that kind of is right up his alley. It's real technical – you have to be precise, a lot of throttle control, Slippery. things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to the roost. Just it don't get roosted. Don't Start up front. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Last race of the season for you. Dude. I know. You I gotta, gotta freaking send it. it. I gotta send it. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to for sure. I'm gonna send it. Yeah. 100. percent But speaking of Aries sending it, let's see the new uh, okay. merch. Yeah. So this is like uh, this is a tank top. So I have this and a tank top and a t-shirt. Um, it's kind of like the Budweiser uh, logo, but it's instead of Budweiser, obviously it says sketchy. I yeah. like it. Is there it's anything nice. on the back? Yeah, it's a oh, big... the same logo. Yeah. yeah the bow tie. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Looks good. I brought you your stickers too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're watching, you know, alexray.co, you get your sketchy, sketchy stickers. stickers. Oh, I got, yeah. I got two of them. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, shoot, man. What about Cody Shock starts though? Oh yeah. Dude. How about his there. chains too? Eesh. You what think kind of, he wears a chain, right? Why didn't he just, put just it take on? that thing off, throw it around the sprocket? 
Was it now? If that happens, right? Is it the chain going? Was the rock in the chain guide, or did it go around in the front and in the counter shaft? I don't know, but I know a couple people in snapped the, chains this week in the same spot too. Yeah, Marchbanks, I think, in the same exact so spot. Marchbanks, this dude uh, number nine 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 or something on a Yamaha, mm-hmm. and then Cody Shock broke two. Um, yeah, a, a couple people broke chains. I don't know if it was rocks. I I only seen like one rock on the whole track. Yeah. So they might have just hit that one. I don't know. <laughs> what chain do, does that team use? Do you know? Uh, I think RK. What team does Rockstar chain does Rockstar Husky RK. use? RK. Yeah, because RK. Yeah. So maybe some some COVID, some COVID. manufacturing defects because that's what took Anderson out. Mm-hmm. And then what we saw RJ. Yeah. Two, I think RJ's had. So. Yeah. So I mean. A little odd. Yeah. Uh, and and chains aren't the only thing that I've heard people having like weird weirdo malfunctions with this year as far as motorcycle components go i've heard some bike engines and some stuff like that have also not run the way that they needed to because of part <laughs> failures that should have never happened mid-pipes. yeah i don't know man <laughs> mid pipes no yeah no no avery not at you i mean like well yeah everyone. i know i'm just saying I mean, like, like a lot of different a lot of different brands I mean, different I'm... different motorcycle brands different engine tuners different everything oh yeah yeah, yeah. why does strange mechanical stuff only happen at the big races. Right? You know, like if you came and raced one of our races, your bike would hold up just fine, I bet you. You know what I mean? It's just only only the races that matter, weird stuff happens. Dude, I have no idea. It's like it's like one of those things where you go to a dealership and you buy a brand new bike, right? And then you're like ready to go race Loretta's. I got a brand new bike. I'm not going to touch it. You show up to Loretta's and the fucking like. The assembly guy. Yeah. Or like the over. freaking wiring harness is, just goes bad or something. And like, like what? I spent so much money to get here and then freaking boom. You know? It's always like that. Lemons. Yep. Lemons. I've had a few of those <laughs> in my day for sure. So do we think, uh, I mean, Anton, have you heard anything? Don, have you heard anything? Is AC going to call it? Get that? Did, his, did he break taken. his hand? Huh? No. Oh, he didn't. Okay. No, he's got Not that the, elbow nerve problem. Or yeah, something, yeah. Right? Well, no, yeah. I didn't know if he he broke his hand in that crash or, or mm. if anything. He hurt anything during that crash. So he got up, and then uh, I was in the sand rollers for the first 450 moto, and so I saw him ride by. Didn't like realize like, oh, okay, he went down because he was up here, and then he wasn't with the lead pack. And then when he did finally come through, you could see the whole front end of the bike was twisted and stuff. Yeah. And then somebody that works, like one of the AMA guys that works near the front gate was like, oh, yeah, he came back and, like, he he was kind of trying to help him straighten the front end. He was pretty bummed and, like, upset about it. And he just didn't even line up for the second moto. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised that Cowie, like, him being healthy – you know, if he's going to come back and race Washougal, they'd be like, yeah, go go back out. They're not going to give him a mulligan like totally. that to just stop. So if he doesn't line up for the second one and he is healthy, that probably says something bigger. Uh, I would I would assume that he's probably done um, just because it's been a long time coming. And he, he's been in maintenance mode with this mm-hmm. pretty much ever since he broke his collarbone. What are the know? odds I see him next week in Vail? probably pretty high (laughs) yeah because i mean i'm i'm going to the the same doctor i guess that uh jeremy martin went to to get Mm -hmm. some advice for his hand so that's good yeah it kind of made me feel a little bit better (laughs) do we know if uh monster has a two rider um requirement requirement? no i mean because they didn't do anybody in supercross it'd be great to see tick get on that bike that'd be that'd be awesome i mean he's Uh, ready for it 
he's yeah i mean he's doing it but i don't i don't know um you know and and it seems like all the effort's going to go to eli pretty much because he's doing really well yeah Um, before we like get too far i gotta say this about eli on that first moto he was going so fast Mm -hmm. to make up like you guys said from being caught up in that first turn 40th you know being way way back there and picking off those guys to get up to Barsha and Ferrandis and see how they were coming in just those last like four minutes of the race, you're like, okay, when, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it didn't happen. I have not seen him that pissed off at the podium in a long, long time. <laughs> like he was heated. Yeah. And the colleague guys were like, that was great. That was great. He's like, no, that sucked. Like I, I couldn't get around him. I just, I got to him and I hit the wall. And then, like he said, second moto, you know, that was, that was everything he had, I think, to catch up to those guys. And that's not saying that he's out of shape or anything. Yeah, but Ray, you can attest. It was a big push. It was a big push. It was pretty hot on Saturday. Yeah, uh, hotter than you would assume it would be. Track was Uh, not easy. No wind. There was no breeze. There was no time to cool down, and he was eating roost like all day. His head looked like he stuck his head like bare head in the mud when he got done. So like (laughs) he he definitely got it taken out of him on that second on that first one, and then the second one just it never came around. But. Yeah, he's trying. Like he, he really is probably one of the fastest guys right now. And he looked like he didn't want to lose a first moto again, and just to shut everybody up and stop talking about what's his problem. Mm-hmm. Who who got fourth in the first moto? Um, Craig, Christian, Craig. Christian. Yeah, good day for him. Top but five both motos, I think. Well, I guess Christian's stoked to be up there. You know, like a big turnaround. Yeah, but like, yeah. How do you feel if you're Christian? And you get fourth in the first moto and know that Eli fell. In turn one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it's Eli. I don't know. It's yeah, Eli I, fucking Tony. I would, I would not <laughs> care. I would be like, dude, fourth is badass. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, so he did great. Did he get fifth overall? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm surprised he – I thought AP would have been a little – AP was down – He, uh, hit, he yeah, fell he was, with uh, Ferrandis. Ferrandis, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He came he, – he, he had a rough day. He came from the back both motos, I think. Okay. So uh, – yeah, he had a he had a tough start, I think, in the first one and the second moto as well. So, is the hey, uh, is the AP AP fan devotion growing and growing because the whole mullet thing and well, just his everything enthusiasm? His yeah. yeah, everything. I think so. I think hey Ray, so. he said that uh, when he was going by you, he like was waving you on, like, "Come on, latch on with me." Let's oh, go. dude, yeah, <laughs> I'm like. Well, yeah, that's what he was telling me after the second moto. He's like, yeah, dude, I seen you do it. He looked back at me. He's like, come on, man. I'm like, yeah, no, for sure, dude. Two corners, that dude was gone. Yeah, I didn't latch it onto him. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I tried 100%. I gave, yeah. I gave it my best all, but, I, I, you know, you got to be a little bit realistic here, okay? Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Everybody, yeah have everybody rooting you on as he's lapping you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Who does Ken Roxon, Chase Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geiser turned to for power. Yoshimura, since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. 
Whether you are looking for the Premier Motocross Transport System, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-shirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Uh, I talked to Keith Clickstein, his mechanic, on Friday, and uh, I was like, hey, you know, how are we feeling about tomorrow? You know, first motos and all this stuff. He's going to be, track's not going to be as rough or anything like that. He's like, yeah, actually, we're kind of thinking that it's not going to be a good thing because, uh, he likes it when the track gets rougher. Our bike setup works better when the track gets rougher. And AP even said that in Howard's Weekend. He's like, yeah, I, I could have preferred it to be a little bit gnarlier. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have done better. Hmm. 
Was that no. my GoPro? Yeah, your GoPro just shut off. Oh, can you turn it back on? No, no. I think it said powering off like battery or something. Okay. okay, with that, let's wrap it up. Okay. Yeah? Yes, everyone go to alexray.co and buy your sketchy merch. Swipe <laughs> up. Get some stickers, get some shirts, get some hats, get some beanies, hoodies, whatever you want. Whatever tickles your freaking butthole. Tickles your pickle? Yeah. Yeah, see, it's going south. we got to wrap this up. <laughs> so, guys, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next Monday after Washougal. I'm stoked to go watch uh, watch the race, watch A-Ray's last, uh, last hurrah of the Are season. Are you coming to Vail? I'm coming to Vail? Yes. Afterwards, know, ride some it's mountain tempting. bikes. It's tempting to come with you. I mean, we'll dude, see. I'm right there on a ski resort. My Airbnb is, like, right there at a ski resort. Yeah, and that's right after right after Washougal. Yeah. Next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, be, you're I'll not standing up. You're not staying at the microtel in, in Vail? No. No, 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 no. I got an Airbnb. What's the microtel? Like that's where we, that's where we stayed uh, this weekend. Oh. Yeah. In Rochester. Yeah. It's like on motel. It's like motel six level. It was nice. I it was funny because I pulled in on Friday and Hart Raft and his dad were checking in. And uh and then A Ray was waiting to leave on Saturday. I'm like, wait a minute, are you guys at the same hotel? And A Ray's like, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh hell, I had no idea. We were probably five doors down from each other. Yeah, probably. But so, it's yeah. running again. Yeah, it's running. Excuse the clap, guys. Yeah. That's for syn- synchronicity's sake. Hey, real quick, don't did Hart have a he bike it. problem? Uh, it wasn't really a bike problem. It was just an uh, issue. Okay. That they resolved issue? very quick, yes. Okay. okay. Um, you know, like, so I look back and they're rolling his bike up. I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's so From the starting line? Yeah. Oh, it was uh, the first moto that was like. Didn't they put like oil in it or something? Yeah, they did. They, uh, the, the oil, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> they're putting oil in on the start. Okay, so yes, um, it was just a bit low on oil. They checked it and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna put some more oil in it. Um, they pulled him off the gate. They're fill- They went. They f- ran back, found some oil, came back, put you know, topped him off a bit, um, and then the gate drops. Well, okay, so like I look back and I'm like. <laughs> damn that sucks he's my homie you know, but, <laughs> like he's okay he's in one piece that's one more spot let's go yeah. <laughs> uh but then ended i ended up dnf dnfing the second lap but uh yeah he actually missed the start i mean he passed everyone like in the first turn like i guess you know all the pile up and everything all 30 people down he made it back up to 14th the first wow. moto 1412. That's pretty badass. Yeah, Dude, he was ripping. Yeah. He was yeah. ripping. Yeah. So yeah, the bike was all good. Um, it was just a bit low on oil. <laughs> <laughs> they just they wanted uh, they didn't want to have another DNF, so they just topped it off a little bit. Was it on TV when they were putting the oil in? No, I saw an Instagram yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it on TV? <laughs> yeah. Oh was yeah, it? you 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 can see it. How can much? See a lo- how low was it? A quart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man. But then Hart Raff pinning it like that. He rides a parade lap, right? Yeah, he rode a parade lap. It was pretty low. We Dude, rode the how, parade lap how, without that, though. With no, how scared are you worrying about your bike blowing up? <laughs> well, I think he's like, he he takes off, and then he sees dust in pipes in the first turn, and he stops, and he looks at him. He's like, is this thing good? And he's like, yeah, just go. <laughs> I mean, the bike, the bike was good, the whole moto. Like, yeah. everything was fine. Did you they know? change motors for a second moto? I Possibly, so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I'm pretty sure they, they might have. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It, it was just a bit low. I don't know how low, but it was a bit low. Court low. 
Yeah. <laughs> Quart and a half low. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. All right. So, uh, what else, guys? Washougal. Um, Washougal. Like, what a pain in the ass for all the truck drivers to drive all the way to the West Coast, right? Poor guys. I have a busy week ahead of me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be tough for me. Next week, is, I'm going to be... I'm going to be in the dumps. So are the uh, Alex Ray 2021 KX450 practice bikes for sale right now? Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do with those yet. I thought you just told me this morning. You were yeah, saying- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you're going to have surgery on your wrist and be out for what, eight weeks? Uh, Well, both wrists, so I don't really know yet. Oh. As soon as... Yeah, so I fly to Vail on Monday after Washougal. I go, I fly back to here, and then I'll pack a bag, you know, for the week, and then I'll fly to Vail on Monday, CTs and MRIs on Tuesday, surgery on Wednesday, and then another surgery on Friday, and then I think I'll fly home on Sunday. So big, big week for me next week. Wow! And your dad's going? Yeah, my dad will meet me there. Got an Airbnb and a rental car, so it's nice. <sighs> So if any of you guys that are close to Vail and want a mountain bike with Swap, just blow his DMs up <laughs> until he buys a flight. There's yeah. a flight out of Ontario. If there's Alaska Airlines, I'll go. I mean, I'm flying America. I know, but American. Alaska, you can check your bicycle for 30 bucks. That's so cheap. I don't yeah. understand. Okay. What do you think? If, if there's an Alaska flight, we'll go. We'll go? Yeah, you want to go? But we can expense it. It's work. We'll like vlog with A-Ray. Yeah, I mean, y'all can freaking come see me at the Airbnb <laughs> while I'm just, like, all dead and everything. We can go get food, veil. Like, it's a pretty place. I'm going to be all we by myself. We got an organ trip right dad. after that, though. Oregon. Oh, yeah, you're right, huh? Yeah. Bring your girlfriend. Yeah. I got to check with parents. It's my birthday, and they're, like, freaking out. Yeah. Over the Oregon thing? Yeah. So they're like, Why didn't you tell me? Show. You didn't have to go. Oh, we have to talk about this, though. What? I heard Honda only wants two people there. No, I know. That's why I'm pay- you, I paid huh? for your flight. Yeah, so Honda paid for Pat and I, and then I paid for you. But, like, it's not going to be like Honda intro last year. Like, they're going to let me come in. They're not going to be like, two people because of COVID. That's what I heard no. it is. No, no. I already, I already cleared with Dudek. Oh, okay. We're Sick. good. We're good. All right. Well, guys, we're going to uh, we're gonna sign off with that. So, uh, wait, wait. So, you won't be here Monday because you'll be in Baylor. Oh, already. crap. Yeah. I mean, hey. Monday's your testing MRIs? And uh, Monday I fly, but I can maybe. maybe we'll just do it before after yeah. your flight. Yeah, okay. We'll do it before. All right. Okay. Well, with that. Or we could just do it from Vail, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Anton, do we, do we want to address anything about uh, what we talked about yesterday or nah? Um, I mean, there, there's a couple little things that could be discussed, uh, like buzz from the weekend. A-Ray could probably confirm this. Uh, did, A-Ray, did you notice how many guys said they don't feel well? <laughs> I, um, I was going to say something about this. <laughs> No, not really. Um, I've okay. I've gotten some texts uh, that there might be some stuff flaring up, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, <laughs> kind of high on the roster right now for fucking priorities for quite a few people. Um, I, I, it was weird. So I had noticed a couple guys being like after the race, like, yeah, you know, had a great week, and then I just got here, I, I feel flat. A couple other people, all different people from all different groups, all around the pits. Yeah, I've been having a sinus infection, didn't sleep well this week, been having headaches, been having all these things. And then I'm just like, huh, okay, oh, well, I'm going to have to keep that one in mind. So and, then, um, and then, and uh, then, 
sounds like Beta is really trying to come in for next year. So that was another little piece of news over That's the weekend. The whole, that I heard. Uh, like Carlin Gardner uh, deal, like yeah, his involvement. It, it sounds. Mm-hmm, um, their concern seems to be that they got to meet the homologation numbers, mm-hmm. uh, the four hundred something units. So they're working on that right now. That's another big thing to kind of keep an eye out for the next few months. Well, um, just as we keep going. So that'd be cool to see another OEM involved in pro racing. A oh, uh, yeah. lot of donations. News kind of came out. Stars told everybody, hey, we don't no. really think that we're going to be able to go uh, just because of that's when the, the big move. move. Yeah. yeah, The big move is happening. So no Justin around. Cooper, no Jeremy Martin. No, no unless Aaron something Unless me. something like drastic happens, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, and then the AP thing, I'm, I'm like 98% sure he's going to go to KTM. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Now, is that because um, Cooper – is now seems to be allowed to do something different out of out of, out of uh, program. I think that I think that they just finally like wrap that whole deal up finally. But it mm-hmm. kind of seems like hey, you know, uh, the fight, like the that little bidding war and all that stuff. They know it's it's not going to happen now. Mm. So interesting to see how that's going about. Um, Marvin does have a contract, and I know Mathis and those guys said it on their show too. But I've heard this on my own from a couple other people. He's had a contract but hasn't signed it. Mm. Oh. Um, so that that's kind of another KTM thing to, to keep going on with, what, too. With that, with that, with the whole Alden thing, those guys are freaking riding today. Who? Like they're, I the mean, Husky guys? Well, like everybody at Alden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're freaking riding today. Yeah, After that. two 30 minute motos in the heat, sweating your balls off, killing yourself on Saturday, mm-hmm. you travel on Sunday. And then you're just back to just yeah. grinding on Monday. I don't. I mean, I don't know how I feel gnarly like, of a, a day that they're having, but I would assume that they're maybe doing some sprints, a moto, and some starts. Yeah. And and that's still after a long weekend of of just putting your body through the ringer. Mm-hmm. I will gnarly. say though, I think two of the three two fifty guys weren't able to finish their day. Wow. So. Yeah, that's true. Is that but because still, they're sick? Um, no, they, no, they, no, they that incident. Think, yeah, oh, they okay. crashed and stuff. But which is understandable too. But yeah. for some, geez. yeah, barely. That's, that's not. And then, uh, okay. And so then, with all that news of Cooper going to the eighty-three compound and riding with that bigger group of guys, it sounds like Jason is going to ride maybe Tyla's. So that's another little change up here and there that's been going on. That that's not so much. It doesn't seem like a beef. Like he doesn't want to ride with a bunch of people. It just seems yeah. like a proximity thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, Rattray's is, is right down the street from where Alden's was, yep. and he was always across cool with Tyler. Anyway. Yeah, it's across the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so now, so now uh, Jason is a training alongside Rod Bell. Oh. Rod Bell isn't there right now. He's oh. he's back home. He's oh, back. Oh, I heard he got a job. Yeah, he's back working <laughs> at the at the <laughs> HVAC. What? <laughs> yeah, he's back working like forty hours a week HVAC. Nice and getting points. It's on a the secret weekend. recipe. Yes, that's yeah. sick. badass, dude. He's <laughs> ripping, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the summer of, of Rod Bell again. Resume. Yeah, right yeah it's resumed. Why, yeah. why did he struggle in the beginning, you think? I don't know. Probably because he was at Rat Race. <laughs> <laughs> Riding too much. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really struggling. Um, he was up there a lot of the motos. He just had a lot of uh, weird things happen to him. Like, he got a flat. Um, yeah, a couple, like, minor things happened mm-hmm. to where he had to DNF and, and stuff. Like, uh, high point, first moto, he was, like, throwing up profusely for, like, I don't know, 15 minutes in, he just started, like, he chokes. Like, he rides with his mouth open, I think, and he can't swallow dirt. 
or something, mm-hmm. and it gets mm-hmm. stuck in his throat, and he just starts throwing up. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, he, he can ride and throw up, mm-hmm. but that race, he wouldn't, he couldn't stop throwing up. Mm. Was his issue? Yeah, hmm. yeah, it was gnarly. He, he threw up, he threw up uh, all over himself and his bike. There was chunks everywhere after the first moto That's this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, I guess he just chokes on dirt and just fucking starts throwing up, dude. It's so gross. Oh, there's dude, there's throw up everywhere. Dude, he like after practice, like he's sitting on the cooler. He ate like half of a Cliff Bar, and it just didn't agree with him. Like it was the wrong flavor or something. He just threw it all up over the grill. Oh, the grill, the grill you guys cook on? No, no, like it's like a small grill that like stays. It's like the grill top, like in the, I don't know. It was in the trailer or something. He just threw up all over it, and they had to like pressure wash it off. Yeah, I'm not coming to your pits. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no one grab hamburgers dude, from there. Th- dude, he's not scared to throw up anywhere. He <laughs> throws up all over the place. Like, I mean, he's just sitting there after the first moto. He's just got puke all over his pants. He's just sitting there drinking water. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Will we see you in 2022 gear on your last race of the Man, year? Man, I hope so. Regardless, regardless of whatever I whatever I'm in, I'm gonna be happy because I'm enjoying the ride. I'm in O'Neill gear, and it's the best gear that money can buy. Wait, are you seriously, we're not in 22 yet this weekend. No, no, chill out. Okay, okay. All right, everybody, go to the O'Neill Racing Instagram <laughs> and comment. A Ray needs 2022 gear for Washougal. Let's get that going, please. A Ray yes. and everyone you that's better- listening to this podcast needs to go and buy the RDX 2.2 boot because it is the absolute. <laughs> Best boot on the market. Maybe that's why Rod Bell's throwing up. <laughs> no. No, dude. The RDX 2.2. Yeah, because he doesn't have a set of RDX 2.2. No, because he's looking at your boots. No. No way. Avery, uh, you better get, like, bare naked on the track after your last moto this weekend, giving away gear to fans. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was at Southwick. I gave him my, I just took my pants off and gave them to somebody. Yeah? Yeah. Did you give your boots away? <laughs> no, never. You can give your boots away this weekend. Yeah, I will. Yeah, 100%. I'll give my boots away this weekend. And your uh, uh, TP199 knee pads? <laughs> no, I have I have, I have, have knee braces. Okay, you're wearing braces. You yeah. can give that helmet away, too. Uh, maybe. Your microphone you, you're going to throw that helmet in the crowd and it's going to come throwing back at you. <laughs> 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 we don't want it. That's a dick move, guys. <laughs> I, love, it, I love no, my helmet. Well, I'm not talking about the helmet. I'm talking about the graphics. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, one last thing. Uh, USADA was there this weekend. Uh, they randomly drug tested all the podium guys and uh, then a couple other. I was one other, of them. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, they, you were? Yes, I was one of them. Is USADA the one where they have to watch the pee come out of your penis? Yeah. He just stood there yeah. and watched? Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, top three. It was Barsha, um, Eli, and fuck, who was the other one? Barsha, Eli, and Ferrandez. Yes. And then AP... And me and Heartraft. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. They just yeah. selected you because you're sketchy? I, apparently. I don't know. Like, I roll off the track. I thought I done got docked or something. And then I pull over, and they're like, hey, like, uh, do you have your ID on you? I'm like, uh, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Definitely, dude. Sick. Yeah. Let, well, okay, so my O'Neill pants. <laughs> yeah, you have, have your pocket. wallet. You they, just pull yeah, out your wallet. have a pocket, but <laughs> I'm not that much of an urban rider out there at Millville. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, they tested a lot of the lights, guys, too. Top yeah. three in lights, Jet, um, Co- Justin Cooper, Jeremy Martin, um, yeah. Mosman. Mosman, yeah. Hmm. It tested a lot of people this weekend. Is that the first national they've been to this year? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
they tested it. Uh, they tested at one of the Supercross races. I think I think Atlanta. Mm. I believe it was because yeah, it was Atlanta because we were outside, uh, and I remember seeing the guys. Uh, but yeah, that they took everybody off. I mean, Ara, you know the procedure, and you can explain it. Yeah, you fully, have to walk. But... You have to walk with uh, one of the personnel straight off the track, and they're with you can until you, you not piss. get a drink. No, yeah, they, I mean, dude, and it's so hard to piss after a day of outdoors. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard to piss. Right? Yeah, so we're all sitting over there. For at least an hour and a half, me, AP, Hartraft, uh, Barsha, everyone. We're just, like, down in waters, everything, like, just trying to fucking get piss. Because, yeah. I mean, you can, dri- like, obviously you can dribble a little bit, but you have to, you meet, you have to meet a certain amount because yeah. mm-hmm. they have an A and B sample. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you have to hit, like, 90 for for them to be able to, like, okay, and then... If you do, if you do piss and you don't hit that mark, you have to wait. Wait until you can pee again. Yeah, wait until you can pee again. Wow. So and and if you drink too much water, and it's dilated too much, it's no good, and you have to sit there until you produce a different sample. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because the the test writing won't come back. Um, accurate. And yeah, like Avery said, you got to whip it out and do it right in front of them. Did you have to do it in front of all the other riders too, or you going no, to... no? Like uh, they had, they had two uh, little shitty freaking uh, trailers there, uh-huh. um, and we all just had to sit there for like an hour and a half. After did the, the guy race. go? Oh, or did he go? Eh. <laughs> oh no, dude! Like I, I was sitting giggling. there, like I was getting nervous. I was trying to like fluff it up a bit if he was gonna really scare me. <laughs> Hot Raf's like, he's like, how's that? It's cold outside, man. I swear. Hot Raf's like, dude, you're gonna have to like stand behind me. Like I, I, no joke. I have stage fright. Like if you're gonna look at my dick, I cannot <laughs> piss. Like we, we straight up told him, like, hey, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm over there like trying to fluff mine up a bit, like, you know what I mean? Like, smack it around. Yeah. <laughs> Was the guy that was watching you? Was he? Did he have a sly smile on his face? No, like he was—he was super dry, had no personality, had a mask on. Like it was weird. Mm. It was just like super weird. <laughs> yeah. Were, were any of the riders able to just take a leak and leave? Ferrandis. Yeah. Yeah, Ferrandis. Uh, Eli, after the podium, he was able to, but me, Barsha, AP, and Hartraff, we were there for a hot minute. Wow. Yeah. So was Barsha unavailable for how was your weekend because he was trying to pee, Anton? Yeah, dude. It, it took everybody so long to get anything done. And, like, I got Cooper when he got done with it. But, I mean, it, it seems like it's just such a tedious process, yeah, you know. Dude. And then the other thing is, dude, they, they put you guys, like, as close as they could to the shade. But you're still sitting there in your gear. You're yeah, we're sitting hot. there in and our gear. They had right no the chairs sun. for us, no towels, no, chair, no water, chairs, nothing. Standing? No. Yeah, they had nothing for us. What the hell? Like, my team had to go, like, my team brought me a stand that I could sit on. Hot Raft's fucking breaking the fence. He's just sitting on the fucking fence. <laughs> AP's just, like, like either on the ground or on the steps. And it's like, what the hell is going on? You know, like, it just sucks. Hey, at least you were quarantined for pee testing with all your buddies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we, were just out, we were just up there, like, cutting the shit. Like, eh, like whatever, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It might be easier to, like, do a shit it test was, after the race. Oh, that's yeah, what I told them. I said, I could feel that thing up a shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I told them. And they're like, yeah, no. You need your pee-pee. I said, okay. Seems like they could do blood instead. Why can't they, yeah, why can't they well, do blood? Or, uh, it, they can't do blood after an event. Yeah. Huh. I think yeah. it's before that, the event they have to do, the, do the blood. 
Yeah, and there's even a time limit on how soon before an event they can do blood because they don't want to have like any kind of ramification. Or yeah, which is crazy. Somebody because come back and be like, "Hey, you know," and they don't take that much blood. It costs a lot of money for them to do drug testing as well. Yeah, like how much do you think that costs, Anton? Like seventy grand just for that one test. For um, well, I mean, you buy into the whole you buy into the whole thing, and I, I mean that's got to be six figures. Just wow. for the whole program, before because not only are you buying the testing, you're buying the um, personnel that comes. You're buying with it. the staff. You're buying the personnel that comes with it. Yeah, they they do get some volunteer chaperones and stuff like that to help facilitate. Yeah, it. Yeah, the people that I was with, they'd time, never done that before. Yeah, like one of them was Paula. You know, the MX Sports will call lady, and you know she, but she didn't watch you guys go or anything like that. She's just your chaperone to make yeah. sure you don't go anywhere. She helps you fill out your paperwork. If you need to get a water, they just have to make sure you don't disappear. Somebody has to be with you at all times. Because when I did this big drug testing article back at Transworld, I, I can tell you the ins and outs of how all of that that procedure goes. And, um, yeah, like how, how they have to operate with you guys and how short of a leash you stay on. But then the other thing that comes with that when USADA comes in, they handle all of the results management, the full database, everything. So it's not like anything else could happen and this is probably what's going to happen for supercross even though the fin is gone you know we're going to stick to some drug testing thing anyway and we do need to have some kind of accountability like that from a third party rather than it being felled or mx sports running it independently because you need that separation of like church and state so Mm -hmm. to say yeah you know what i mean yeah Hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we were there for a while yeah, Avery, I didn't know you were the one that got tested. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. They really did a they're, fucking random test, huh? They weren't testing uh, Avery for PEDs. They are testing you for hallucinations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Te- for, uh, yeah. I'm going to get popped for what? Extends and uh, horny, horny, horny goat weed. Or fucking, yeah. All right, all right. The blue pill. Well. On that note, we'll sign off. Shout out to Truck Driver Taylor and all the other Truck Driver listeners we have, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah drive safe. Yeah, we got some shout outs last week. That's awesome. Truck drivers out there. Yeah. But um, anyhow, guys, again, O'Neill Racing on Instagram. Let's have a uh, hashtag A-Ray in 2022. Mark's going to get pissed. Why? No, I'm joking. I no. don't know. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, for Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, Mike Antonovich. I'm Don Maeda signing out on the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. <clears throat> Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.